Welcome to the Christ-Centered Journey Devotional, a ministry of Christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. I'm your host, Pastor Dan Shipton, and here's today's devotional. Good morning. Welcome to the Christ-Centered Journey today. We're going to be back in chapter 13 of John, and we are looking at... Uh, a familiar passage to some of you, but a passage I think we often need to be reminded of. So let's look at chapter 13 and uh, begin. We're actually going to go to verse 2 because we did verse 1 yesterday. It said, The evening meal, and remember we're talking about the Passover meal, that's what they were having. The evening meal was being served, and the devil had already prompted Judas Iscariot, son of Simon, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, wrapped a towel around his waist. After that he poured the water into the basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that he had wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet also? And Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but after, later, you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash your feet, you have no part of me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, a person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is already clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And was, that was why he said not everyone was clean. Do you understand what I, when he had finished the washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so. For that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you as an example that you should do as I have done. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a, ma a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know all these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Well, this passage is filled with some great instructions for us as followers of Christ. All throughout John and all throughout the gospel message, there's this idea that followers are learning to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. That's what it means to follow. That's what it means to, to be a disciple. And here's one of the greatest lessons I think we can learn as a disciple and probably one of the lessons that many Christians and many people struggle with. Jesus came on a mission to do the Father's will. He came on a mission to serve the Father. And this mission meant he was a servant, and he had the deepest servant heart you can possibly have, putting others above yourself. You know, many people are looking for what they can get out of things, what they can get out of the relationship, what they can get out of, out of a friendship, what they can get out of a job, what they can get from Christ, what they can get from God, what they want. Many people, we've discussed the crowds and things over the last week or so, 
They wanted to come to Jesus because they wanted to be see this Messiah, this king come and get rid of Roman rule and make a new kingdom the way they wanted it. But they had no idea what Jesus was doing. Jesus, who is the teacher and the Messiah and the one they're looking for, he, in the midst of the meal, gets up and puts on the clothes of a servant. You know, first of all, we have to ask the question, why didn't someone wash their feet? Because, uh, you know, we, we talked about Lazarus, and we, or not Lazarus, but we talked about um, Simon a, a while back and going to visit him. And we talked about the customs on one of our Sunday broadcasts. And on that day, we talked about the fact that, hey, you know, the custom was you wash people's feet when they came into the home. That was just custom. And we talked yesterday, and that's why I laid the foundation, because some things got forgotten. I mentioned that yesterday. And Peter and John were the ones in charge of making sure the meal and everything around it was prepared in the right way. Maybe that's why Peter struggles here when Jesus wants to wash his feet, because he's reminded he forgot one of the basic tenets of hospitality, because no one was there to wash their feet, and they're going to be sticking their feet in one another's face. And, they're, you know, they're a bunch of smelly fishermen. Um, I don't know if that's why. I think part of, I think the biggest reason why Peter was struggling with this, though, is because he realizes this is Jesus. This is the teacher. This is the one he declared to be Messiah before they headed to Jerusalem. And here he is kneeling down, washing his feet. You know, that's the problem with most of us. Most of us want the place of honor. Jesus even mentions this. You know, he said, don't take the place of honor in one of his one of his teachings because he said, you know, if somebody moves you to the head and makes you the place of honor, that's great because you didn't do it yourself. But if you do it yourself and they move you down and knock you down a peg or two, then that's embarrassing. Jesus is reminding us here because he says in this passage, these wonderful words, do you understand what I've done for you? Do you understand? He said, you have called me Lord and teacher because that's what he was. He is the Lord. He is the teacher. He's the one we've learned from. He is the Messiah. And yet he kneels down to wash their feet. To give an example for you and I to follow. He says in verse 16, the key to this passage, I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is the messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You and I are followers of Christ. And one of the things about being a follower of Christ is having a servant heart. And realizing the mission we are on is not our mission, is not our plan. It's his. It's his mission, it's his plan. Some of you will say, well, I don't know. I don't know if I can follow there. I want you to think in your basic life what this means, to serve other people. As Paul says, to submit to one another in love, as he says to the Ephesians in Ephesians 5.21. That's what he says, submit to one another in love. And we've talked before about submission and so it ties into servanthood because submission and humility is putting yourself below another 
willingly so you can lift them up. So you can lift them up. And part of where we're lifting them to is to lift them up so that they can know the love and the mercy and the grace of Jesus Christ that they may not get anywhere else in life. How do we do this? How do we become servants? We follow the footsteps of Christ. His greatest service to you and to me is when he willingly submitted to the will of the Father to take the sins of the world upon him and to die on a cross for you and for me and for everyone in the world who would believe in the message he has. What are we doing with this gift of God, this grace that comes from God? I'm often reminded in my own life of my own failures, of my own weakness, because I, I'm human like the rest of you, and I get angry, and I have things that come up in my life, and I have things that I struggle with. I mean, I'm not a perfect person. None of us are. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, in his discipleship teaching, would ask the questions of our lives, and we should be asking the same question. Do we cheapen the grace and the mercy of God? And what he means by that is, do we take for granted that we have been forgiven and just say, okay, we deserve it. You know, I hear a lot of talk in our world today, and some of it's very true, by the way. Don't, don't shut me off if you don't agree. I don't care. Some of it's very true that people are living today as if they are owed something. All you got to do is turn on the Internet, and it doesn't matter who they are. Privileged people think they deserve to be privileged. Poor people think they deserve something more everywhere we look people think they are owed and deserve it all Jesus tells us if you're going to be a follower of Christ give it all lay it all at the foot of Christ he gave his whole entire life for you and for me to save us from sin so that we could be lifted up to heaven and have a relationship with him. Jesus submitted to the will of the Father. And he's telling these disciples here, you don't get it right now that I'm washing your feet to show you how to be a servant. Because many of you don't have servanthood in mind. How many of you remember the story of Jesus when he was walking along? We didn't. It's not in the book of John, so we didn't cover it. But the story of Jesus where he's walking along, it's not too far from this time, actually. He was walking along and heading to Jerusalem. And here John and James are there, and they're kind of arguing about who and some of the other disciples, who's going to be number one in the kingdom when he brings the kingdom? Am I going to be number one? Are you going to be number two? Who's going to be his right-hand man? And John and James even send their mom to go and talk to Jesus. Now, I got to remind you back at the beginning of the story. If you understand who all of these disciples are, it really kind of is comical in a way, because John and James, the brothers of Zebedee, the sons of Zebedee, the brothers who were fishermen, we got to remind ourselves they're actually cousins of Jesus. So when their mom comes, it's his aunt coming and saying, "Hey Jesus, when you establish your kingdom." 
make my sons your right and left hands. You know, make them the top dogs. You see, that's where you and I are a lot of times. In our relationship with Christ, a lot of us are in this place where we want God to make us more than what we are. Lift us to a different level than we really should be. And Jesus told his aunt, hey, it's not up to me. That's up to the Father in heaven. What's going to happen? And here we are on the night that he's going to betray he knows who's going to betray him already in his heart. And he says, all of you are cleaned. You've given your lives to follow. Except for one, you know, he knew. But he says, you need something else. You need to realize you're not just special and protected because of this. You're a servant. Because that's what it takes to be a real person of God. To serve other people so today I want to ask you how are you doing at putting others first how are you doing at forgiving others when they hurt you when they disagree with you do you go into a situation with anger in your heart or do you go in with the love of God filling you too many of us I think go into situations wanting what we want wanting what I want wanting what I think is best for somebody else what I think is best, instead of sitting down and kneeling down and realizing we're there to lift them up so that they can see Christ, which means forgiving, which means praying, which means giving, which means helping, which means serving the other people around us so that they can see the love of Jesus in our hearts. Father God, I pray today I know there are people out there who have decisions to make. There are people out there going through some tough things in their life. There are people who need healing from you. We ask that you heal in the situations. Continue to be with Deb as she's preparing for surgery. Continue to be with Jennifer and her mom and their healing. Continue to be with our church and the outreach, Lord God. We have to lay these things in your hand, but help us to be the servants of God that we're supposed to be. <clears throat> help our church to show the love of God where we're supposed to be. And bless us, we pray. Help us to understand that we have been forgiven and enjoy this joy that you give us so that we can share it with others. I pray your blessings over this day. But most importantly, Lord, I pray that we don't leave this message and just forget the word, as James would say. But help us, Lord God, to live your grace and mercy and love out to the world around us. Help us to serve you by serving others. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you so that you can bless others and carry his blessings into the world. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us for today's Christ-Centered Journey Devotional, a ministry of Christ Center Community Church in Clifton, Illinois. We meet Sundays at 1020 and go online live at YouTube and Facebook at about 1030 each Sunday morning. For more information on our church or how you can help us financially, please visit ChristCenterCommunity.org. May God bless you on your journey with Jesus.